Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big? Summarize with AI in a click. click, 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 click. Writer's block? Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome back to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. I am your host, Anthony Marino, and the 2019 NFL Draft for the Buffalo Bills is now complete. We're recording this podcast uh, just after the Bills have made their final pick in the seventh round of the 2019 NFL Draft. So all the speculation, all the chatter, all the mock drafts, just all the prospect reviews, all those things. It wraps up in these three days as the 2019 NFL Draft comes to a close for the Buffalo Bills. Definitely appreciate you listening to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings, joining us for each of the podcasts that we've had, starting with the first round and uh, and really kind of jumping into things is, again, it's been a a busy couple of days for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, As we recorded the podcast on Friday night, we wrapped up after the pick of Devin Singletary, uh, the Bills had also made the pick for Cody Ford in the second round. Kind of wrapped things up, went to bed, and lo and behold, the Buffalo Bills traded back into the third round, trading both of their fourth round picks to get Dawson Knox, the tight end out of Mississippi. And it was an interesting pick for the Bills, obviously being aggressive to get back into the third round to uh, to get the athletic tight end out of Ole Miss. And really from a perspective, I think you looked at a lot of the chatter from Bills fans on Friday night. You would see a a lot of individuals that did not love the Singletary pick, thinking that the Bills went for a running back too early in the draft, expecting them to address the tight end position. Well, what happened after the Bills selected Singletary? Seemed to be a run of tight ends that took place in the third round, where then Brandon Bean said in the press conference on Friday night, that, uh, that Knox was a guy that they had their eye on, they needed to be aggressive to move up, and packaged both of those fourth-round picks to get into the end of the third round and to draft Dawson Knox. You know, it's it's an interesting scenario, right? I think you hear a lot of the chatter from, from Brandon Bean leading up to the draft. They talk about uh, best player available and stressing that mindset and going forth with those pieces. But I think any general manager would be lying to you in private if they said that, you know, they didn't have needs that had to be addressed during the draft. And I think for the Bills, as, as they looked at things, because there was still a decent amount of talent on the board and, and other positions, right, other players that went in the fourth round and, and the Bills not doing anything addressing the wide receiver position during the draft. Uh, many fans maybe thought they would go in that direction. But again, tight end proving to be a need for the Bills and Dawson Knox, the pick, at the end of the third round. You know, it's it's interesting. And in the article on buffalorumblings.com, we will link each of these articles on the players so you can take a look at that. Our Dan Lavoy did a great job sharing his opinion on Knox as an all-around tight end that could develop into a future starter. You know, as you look at those pieces, I think it's one of those things. Uh, Knox is a high upside player, right? And Lavoy really talks about this in a great way and in, in, in highlighting right what he can bring to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I'm 
quoting from Dan's article, he says he was barely used in the passing game at Ole Miss. In his two seasons on offense, he combined for 39 receptions and 605 yards with no touchdowns. The Bills are hoping they can get more out of him in that department. The good news is Knox is a tireless worker, loved by coaches, and super aggressive. He's a project tight end, but has a good chance to develop into a useful piece. And this is an all-around blocker and receiver, not a player who can only handle one of those. So the interesting thing with Knox, right, he is a quarterback converted to tight end. Uh, with that being said, he is a, a great athlete by you know combine standards and evaluation compared to the other tight ends in the draft. Um, a, a little bit of a variance, right, as, as people, you know, some saw him as one of the top four tight ends in the draft. Others saw him more as a fourth round pick. Uh, Bills probably got him right in between the two, right? A a late third round selection for them addressing a need. And it'll be interesting to see how Dawson Knox does going into camp as there will surely be some expectations that this young man can be a tight end of the future for the Bills. But when you look at the different individuals they have on the roster right now, specifically a Tyler Croft, who they acquired uh, the former Cincinnati Bengal in free agency, and Jason Kroom. And, and Kroom is an interesting tight end. He's, uh, you know, definitely as a receiving option, seemed to develop a, a decent rapport with Josh Allen last year. A guy that still has some nice upside as well. So it'll be interesting to see if maybe Knox and Kroom can push each other a little bit in this competition, what may look to be the number two tight end for the Bills this season. So that wrapped up on Friday night. And then you came to day three of the draft. And definitely an interesting day for the Bills. They traded away three of their picks, right, in uh, two in the fourth round, one in the fifth round, leaving them with one fifth, one sixth, and two seventh round picks uh, for the Saturday portion of the NFL draft. So with all of that, as you kind of take a look at it, and you know, you're really kind of interested at this point, what are the Bills going to look to do? These are probably some more lottery ticket type of picks, maybe some guys that can address some needs on special teams maybe some depth picks um, that would be in place. And it looks like for the Bills, that is definitely what happened. In the fifth round, they selected Voshan Joseph, the linebacker out of Florida. And, you know, as you get to this territory in the draft, right, it's a lot of guys that that maybe you've seen on some different uh, boards or in the research that you do, but not a lot of names to jump off the uh, the page to you. And Joseph was one of those guys, as you go through it, okay, got to do a little bit of research here to see about his background and his playing days at Florida. And as you look at it, right, I mean, this is a guy, and again, I go to the scouting report from Dan Lavoie, and you can find this on buffalorumblings.com. Right in the article here, we'll have it linked. Um, And here's really his breakdown, right? While Joseph wasn't able to work out at the NFL Combine, his speed, change of direction, and explosion are apparent on tape. He's rangy, he's dangerous on blitzes, and he plays with his hair on fire. In other words, exactly the style of player that Sean McDermott likes to play in his defense. So you take a look at someone, right, and kind of in that mold. Joseph, six foot one, two hundred and thirty pounds, kind of a similar mold in athleticism and size to a Matt Milano. And I realize this, right? Matt Milano has far and exceeded expectations as a fifth round linebacker out of Boston College. But when you you look at the style of play for Joseph, you read the evaluations and the comparisons, uh, that type of linebacker that Coach Sean McDermott may look for, you can see some of those comparisons of why this is someone the Bills may look to go after. Um, With that being said, right, he's a good athlete. He's got plenty of potential. 
but there's also plenty of work that he will need to put forward, uh, you know, for him to be a, a valuable contributor uh, to the Buffalo Bills, maybe on special teams, maybe as a backup linebacker, and again, a, a bit of a project for the team to have moving forward. But the investment of a fifth-round pick, you would say there's probably more of a likelihood than not that he may uh, make the roster for the 2019 season. And Voshan Joseph, you know, one of those guys, again, to keep an eye on for the Buffalo Bills heading into training camp, because you do talk about the depth at linebacker, Matt Milano coming off the injury this year. The expectation may be that Lorenzo Alexander will retire after the 2019 season. So maybe the depth isn't there that you would uh, expect for the Bills, and someone like Joseph can come in if the scouting reports are are accurate and what he can bring to the table. Could be an interesting name to watch in training camp for the Bills in the 2019 season. So you take it one step further, you go into the sixth round, and this was an interesting pick for the Bills. Jaquan Johnson uh, the safety out of the University of, of Miami. And again, one of those players you start to look at and say, okay, what information can I find? As I look at Johnson, Dan Lavoy, right, my go-to guy for all of this information at buffalorumblings.com, here's what he had to say. Johnson's mindset is first-round caliber, but physically he doesn't match up to NFL prototypes. The safety stands 5'10", 191 pounds, with short arms and small hands. He ran a 4.69 40-yard dash and had a 33-inch vertical leap at the combine. Not great results for a defensive back. He did lead the Hurricanes with 96 tackles this season, a testament to good tackling, technique, and instincts. The hope here is that his football intelligence and intensity will upgrade his ceiling despite any physical limitations. So it's interesting, right, when you take a look at Johnson, okay, and this is a guy that will likely be a special teams contributor for the Bills should he make the roster. Um, that type of player may not have the physical gifts or the ideal size that you know one would look for in an NFL safety, but again, brings that special teams talent, brings that character uh, that you, again, imagine Sean McDermott looking for in a player. And I did reach out to a friend of mine. Uh, Tim Reynolds is a writer for the Associated Press down in Miami. He covers the Hurricanes, and I reached out to him after the pick really to kind of get his thoughts, right? To be like, all right, Tim, what can you, you know, what can you add to, to this discussion as we look at this player? You know, what can you tell me about Johnson maybe that we don't already know or, you know, how he may fit in with the Buffalo Bills? So as I pull it up, this was the response I got from Tim, and he did tweet this. You can see it on my feed, at Ant Marino. And he wrote, get his jersey because he's making that team and he will be there a long time. Special kid, character. So I think as you look at this, Tim Reynolds covering the Miami Hurricanes for the Associated Press, um, it kind of does fit in with the the story around Johnson, right? Is this player that is a high character, he's a leader, he has delivered on the field, and although he may not have those NFL measurables, um, is that type of player that you could see being a key special teams contributor, specifically for the Buffalo Bills. So why don't we do this? We will take a break right now. I will be back with you after the break. We'll talk about the seventh round selections. We'll kind of wrap things up on the NFL draft and talk about some next steps as you look forward to the undrafted free agents right here on Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until... The Singapore presentation is at... 3 a.m. The office was shocked. But that's when we sleep. 
Maya made it less scary with Canva. <laughs> I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome back to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. I'm your host, Anthony Marino, wrapping things up for the 2019 NFL Draft. Two more picks to fill you in on for the Buffalo Bills, the two seventh-round selections. And uh, with their first seventh-round pick, the Bills went with Daryl Johnson, a defensive end from North Carolina A&T. Sean Murphy had the background here for us on buffalorumblings.com. Johnson, 22, fits the size profile that the Bills covet at the defensive end position. Six foot six, 253 pounds. He has a long frame that helps him set the edge against the run and the pass. 107-inch wingspan, 4.7-second 40-yard dash time. According to the Aggies' website, Johnson is a physical specimen who has the chance to be a deep sleeper in the draft and a bit of a seventh-round flyer for the Buffalo Bills. Maybe someone that can come in, add some depth and competition at the defensive end position. You know, you look at someone like Johnson who has, uh, again, the call it the ideal size that you may look for in a defensive end coming from a, fa- a smaller school, but someone that can, you know, maybe be that bit of a lottery ticket, right? You, you get someone that can be a contributor, potentially add some depth, maybe come in on some third down rushing situations. Uh, again, defensive end Daryl Johnson from North Carolina A&T. And in doing some of the research, right, as you start to look at some of these pieces, um, went to Emory Hunt. And Emory does a, a great breakdown of some of the prospects that participate in from the historically black colleges and universities. And he did have some information here on Johnson. And I figured I would share this with you right here. Some of the pieces that he had, I think it was pretty uh, interesting from that standpoint. So here's the breakdown that Hunt had treated today. He said, Johnson is a rare early entry into the draft from an FCS program, but he articulated his reasons why very well when I spoke to him at the NFL Combine. Johnson stated that he felt as though he reached his max potential, max potential from a development standpoint at A&T and felt he could continue to grow his game at the NFL level. This makes complete sense from an access to better nutrition and strength and conditioning standpoint. So you talk about someone like Johnson. He has delivered on the field at a small school. Uh, He has the size that you might look for in a defensive end. So you think to yourself, now that Johnson gets himself to Buffalo with the new state-of-the-art facility that they have, you talk about the nutrition programs as mentioned by Hunt. You know, could be an interesting thing and an interesting fit that maybe a developmental project for the Bills, maybe someone they can stash on the practice squad and see if he can continue to develop as someone coming from a smaller school and making that transition to the NFL. The final pick that the Bills made, their second uh, seventh round selection, was Tommy Sweeney, the tight end out of Boston College. And again, a draft that was filled with tight ends. Uh, Sweeney, I guess you could say in some ways, falling to the seventh round. I think there was some expectation that maybe he would go a little bit sooner than that, just based on some of the experts. But as we go through a lot of these things, you know that 
you know, there's going to be guys that go earlier than you expect or fall. And with so many tight ends being drafted in the 2019 draft, you know, you see the Bills taking a chance on Sweeney in the seventh round. Uh, really someone that you could look at probably as more as a, a blocking tight end, right, that can complement uh, a team in their run game and the short passing game. I went to the draftnetwork.com. Kyle Krabs had a good breakdown here. And really with this, uh, this was Krabs' analysis. Tommy Sweeney projects as a rock-solid tight end, two at the NFL level. Sweeney doesn't have great functional athleticism and won't separate consistently against man coverage, but is a run blocker and a short area chain mover versus the zone. Sweeney has plenty to offer an NFL team. And actually, uh, Krabs had him projected as a fifth-round pick. So again, you talk about a lot of these guys in the late rounds, not the household names. Maybe you've seen one or two of their games or you know, not even taking specific notice to a, you know, what would be considered more of a blocking tight end uh, out of Boston College. But with that being said, the way he could potentially contribute as a backup for the Buffalo Bills. It'll be interesting to see how Sweeney does and what he can bring to the Bills throughout training camp. Again, as a seventh-round pick, maybe it's more of an expectation that someone like Sweeney uh, can be stashed on the practice squad and seen as a developmental project for the Bills, as he was a little bit of a late bloomer, not getting a lot of scholarship offers uh, coming out of high school, but then again, you know, proving his way and earning his time with Boston College. So with that, the Buffalo Bills have wrapped up all of their selections in the 2019 NFL draft. You take a step back, you know, you think about it. Ed Oliver in the first round expected to be a starter from day one. Cody Ford is going to compete for the right tackle position. It's going to be interesting to see if he should win that job, if they decide to kick him into guard and, you know, maybe have Ty Naseki keep things warm for him until Ford continues to develop a little bit and get ready to start at right tackle for the Bills. Um, With that being said, right, there will be plenty of competition along that offensive line, and you see guys that have some position flexibility. Maybe Ford does win the right tackle job, and maybe Niseki kicks over to left tackle and Deion Dawkins comes in. Maybe Ford wins the job outright and Niseki kicks inside, or maybe he serves as a swing tackle there's so much time before we get to uh, to training camp and, and plenty of speculation, but we've got a little time now to take a deep breath after the 2019 NFL draft. You can uh, put away the mock draft simulators, the mock drafts, your magazines, whatever it is, right? You can take a break from all that information, but but really look at this, and I think as you wrap things up, you know there is some excitement around what the Bills did uh, over these last three days. And that's headlined by the pick of Ed Oliver, right? You saw Oliver after he was picked. You see him as the you know heir apparent to fill the shoes for Kyle Williams. Not that anyone can fill Kyle Williams' shoes, but to you know be that three-tech starting defensive tackle along the Buffalo Bills defensive line and hopefully live up to the hype, right, of one of those defensive tackles that can wreak havoc in the backfield, whether it be tackles for loss, applying pressure on the quarterback, and not just being effective in his own way, but making guys like Jerry Hughes, Shaq Lawson, and Trent Murphy more effective along the way. So an exciting draft weekend for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, It's always an exhausting stretch as you lead up to the draft. And next, our focus will shift to the undrafted free agents. I'm sure this evening there will start to be news coming in and out around the players that the Buffalo Bills will be signing as undrafted free agents. I realize in some situations... It's an afterthought for some teams, but you just look back to 2018, 
and the Bills getting Robert Foster and Levi Wallace out of Alabama, two guys that ended up being key contributors for the team down the stretch, uh, really looked at as starters and both expected to be you know, key contributors during the 2019 season, although there will be more competition for them at those positions with some of the free agent signings that took place. So uh, for all of uh, our listeners, thank you so much for listening to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You can follow us along at buffalorumblings.com. You can follow me at Twitter, at Anth Marino. And again, thanks for joining us throughout the 2019 NFL Draft for all of our coverage at Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Take care. Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big? Summarize with AI in a click. Writer's block. Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work.